So on today's show, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys laid an egg in San Francisco. Is it time to panic? Can Dak Prescott recover from this? Can the Cowboys recover from this? And what do you all think of of CMC and Micah Parsons' uh, jersey swap? And Richard Sherman's comment about CD not being a number one wide receiver. We're going to get into that. We'll also be checking out the NFL Power Rankings to see if the Cowboys can remain in the top 10, but history has me thinking that uh, they ain't going to be so kind to them boys. After uh, reminiscing on this game that we'd rather forget, we're going to move on to Week 6 to Los Angeles, take on the Chargers at SoFi Stadium, where, where Ant currently is right now. The ball kicks off Monday at 5.15. We're going to be traveling to this game, and we'll be doing like a, a post-game uh, live show on location and some fun stuff uh, uh, pre and during game probably too uh, that we'll be releasing to you guys. So we hope you will join us for that. You you started off very nice saying they laid an egg. <laughs> that's as, that's the nicest way you could say what the Cowboys did laying an egg. That is very PG thirteen of you. That is it's oh and we we have to welcome AJ back to the show. It was weird not having you on the live stream on on the game i didn't like it and i don't want that devil bastard back ever again <laughs> i know it's not, bad luck not a lot of people are fans of Clayton. so yeah <laughs> then we'll finish off the show with of course score and bowl predictions make some week six bets and discuss some can fantasy football Welcome to the main event. Yeah, boys. <laughs> and fast OOO today, and he's down in SoFi where we will be week six. You think they would have better lighting in this place? Like it's this all this all this lighting behind me is drowning me out, but beautiful stadium down here. Yeah, well, you did sneak in, so I mean. <laughs> what is going on, fellas? How you doing? I'm doing, you know what? I'm doing okay. Are we all back on social media now? We've taken our, we took our Monday off of social media. And now we're all back, back battling or what? Yeah, I mean, uh, there wasn't really much to battle back on. I think you just kind of <laughs> had to take the kicks and the licks and that was that. Uh, you just had to, you just had to take your whipping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I still have a hard time doing it. Like I still have a hard time when people talk shit about the game. I still, it's like, let me talk shit about it, but I don't want you to all talk shit about it. But when you get smacked out 42 to 10, you don't really have a choice, I guess. No, it was, it was, I feel like this was the toughest week for me. I couldn't not listen to what other people were talking about. And it just, yeah, it was just not a, it was not a good week for, for being a cowboy fan so far. (laughs) (laughs) Bounce back season. It's bounce back season. The, the, the silver lining guys. And we talked about this, there's still lots of time left. It, it it was week five. And does that sound like a cop out? Yeah, but let's just say this going into the bye week. And I know we're going to jump into it, but I just want to say this going into the bye week four and two is a lot <laughs> different than going into the bye week three and three. Hey, can we get one of these? Crack them if you crack got them. Crack them if you got them. I don't have a crack them. I'll have to run upstairs in a minute and grab my own. Wow. What a loser. The <laughs> <laughs> This Guys, week, we the, this week we will do the score predictions. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, yes. are we the re- are we the reason that we got blown out so bad because th- we didn't do bold predictions or score predictions? I think is so. it actually our fault? 
wow, we are pathetic losers, man. <laughs> we are off to a terrible start. I feel like we're the Cowboys right now. <laughs> and uh, and as always, one of our, our, our most important people who are riding out there with us, the CanFan Maniacs in the chat. What's up, fellas? Sup, sup, sup. Uh, we got, what's up, chat? Uh, what's, we got what's shaking? Gus is in there. Ruben Cano's in there. Our boy Kilo C. EJ Savage. Uh, the, the, the OGs. Yeah, we got a lot of OGs in tonight's show. <laughs> Showing that love for some CD Lamb, everyone's already everyone's already talking about it in the chat. So yeah, it got heady on for it. Got heady online today. It did. It really did. Adam, I can't read our our menu on there, so I don't want to. Uh, did, were you just exposing my desktop? No, I'm oh, so okay. what? So behind baseball, when I go into this mode, it's called studio mode. I can make changes ah, to the okay, upcoming okay. thing without letting our guests or our fans know what we're doing. That's a little bit behind baseball here in the William baseball. Falcon. I, I, no, we I, get crazy like that when Ant's not around. We just start to freaking talk about nerdy stuff. I, I can't read the menu. So Oh, there we go. Okay. So, uh, yeah, rapid recap, baby. And there's some some big points we had to chat about. Um, and, I mean, we can start wherever we where, wherever we want. But, essentially, are we in panic mode? Is, is Dak and the boys going to be able to recover from this? Micah swapping that jersey with CMC, and then Micah swapping that tongue kiss with CMC. Yeah, just the sloppy <laughs> full face kiss. What would? And then, I and almost the, feel like the, I feel like the jersey swaps worse than the full face kiss. It is. It's more. Pro, it's more sincere. And then, of course, the the recent news that came out today with uh, Sherman, or at least I heard it today with Sherman talking that smack about CD Lamb. So oh, he's been talking it all fucking week. It's been. It's been uh, I'll, I'll lead out. I'll lead this out with to you guys. Do you think? We are in panic mode. Do you guys feel panicked right now after going one for two in the last three uh, three weeks? And not only one for two in the last three weeks, but the way we got those two losses in blowouts? Yeah, I mean, look, panic mode, hard to say. I actually feel a little bit more grounded now. And the reason being is the reality of if you cannot beat the San Francisco 49ers, you're not going to make it past uh, the um, NFC Championship. I think everyone understands that. You're going to face those guys at some point in our future, whoever's going to try to make it to the Super Bowl from the NFC. So yes. yep. it was more of a reality of a smack in the face. What it comes down to now, and I don't know that I really feel confident from what I've heard or seen, but you know, I'm a guy sitting at home, um, but, but I just I haven't heard or seen anything that really convinces me anything otherwise. So I don't know if that takes pressure off me as a fan. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just I feel more like okay, because if we would have lost and and lost by like seven or something, then it would have been man that was so fucking close. I think that might have actually been more more stressful on me for the rest of the season because now I, I have this lower expectation. I'm not trying to speak negatively, but. Uh, you know, the opportunity in the ball is now in the Cowboys court to like change a bunch of people's minds if they choose to do so and also prove who they say that they are. Yep. I, I'm, not, you. I'm not in panic mode right now. I think uh, it's just disappointing because as Alex said, I think we were all expecting it to be a, a lot closer game. A lot of us had the Cowboys track to win because it was that proving ground. So, uh, you know, we, we didn't win. It's week five. I, I was saying that all week. I'm not. It's a it's a week five game. It it just will allow us to know where our holes are, our major glaring holes are. And like Alex said, it's kind of a kick in the butt. So I'm not I'm not panicked because it doesn't change 
it doesn't change what we already know. We already know that there are some areas that we are taking for granted. Our defense is carrying us in a lot of these games and our, our, whatever our offense is doing is not being effective. So it's not like panic mode when fucking Dak went out and Cooper rush was our starting quarterback for five weeks. That was a little bit of a panic mode. That was more of a I was panic full mode. on pan. I was on yeah. panic mode. Yeah. For that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, and, and again, the loss sucks. The, the it's the, it, losing that bad sucks is yeah. is more of fuck than anything to be panicked <laughs> the sky's falling when when cowboys lose the sky's already falling and when we get smoked it's it's really falling it's earthquakes and the seven deadly storms but i are you guys because of monetization changing your talk aj's talking about uh getting an egg laid on us and ad said kicking our butts like <laughs> no I, I i said the fuck word three you said fuck after you cut you caught I said yourself. it a few you, times i you I'm did not say dr- fuck after yeah, look i don't have a drink in my hand so i'm i'm a being a little bit more page a here you're, i'm you're, being a little bit more page a here late well, an egg, an egg i just heard that saying it must have been in my my head i just like it <laughs> well what should i have said laid a fat stanky deuce Sucked a giant wiener or something. I, yeah, I don't okay. know. It, any, any something like that. But uh, as far as panicking for me, I don't know if I'm panicking yet. If we go to SoFi and we get, I think even if we go to SoFi and we lose, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. But like I said at the very start of the show, there's a huge difference between four and two going into the bye week and three and three going into the bye week. Yeah. Especially if we go into the bye week three and three and the Eagles continue to win. If the Eagles go to six and oh and we're three and three. Well, the division's almost out of reach. So we pretty much have to stay within two games of the Eagles and then win both games against the Eagles. We got to start thinking about that. We gave up that Cardinals loss, which kind of got rid of our margin for error. And then we got absolutely the floor wiped with us uh, against the 49ers. But I'm not panicking yet. I'll wait till after the Chargers game to see if I'm panicking or not. And and, uh, uh, sorry, real quick, just something that came to mind while I was... uh just doing some Cowboys research on PFF, which is, uh, we used to dog it. Now it's one of my favorite sites just to fucking go through it. <laughs> He's a fucking, the this, this stat, this stat for But I only dog it when it doesn't go with what I want to yeah, argue. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> then I say, this is fucking bullshit. How do they even come up with these metrics? Uh, but no, the the uh, strength of schedule, figure that out. The, the lower that it is, the um, easier that schedule is. That's what I kind of figured. So oh, the higher you, you your number... The, Okay. It's strength of schedule played, uh, the one that we were looking at played to date. But I just was looking, and the comparison between the Eagles' strength of schedule and the Cowboys is very, very similar. And then the Eagles actually gets quite a bit harder moving forward now from this point on. Same with Cowboys as well. So, uh, you know, this is kind of like a... uh, pointing a finger after you got your ass kicked at someone else and laughing at them. But it's like, okay, like... That adds a little bit more of that calmness. Uh, the only shitty thing is we don't get that we don't get that second crack in the regular season at the 49ers, which would be really, really helpful. Instead, it's kind of um, a terrible thing, but it can it it it, it will, it will depend on your yeah mental aptitude of yeah. like you the next time you might get a chance to play these guys and have that redemption you have to get to the playoffs so. yeah there's the you're, you playoffs. don't have a second chance playoffs. um a cu- couple quick uh chat comments around the panic before we move uh through uh through this uh section ben pia says panic button engaged uh <laughs> the llama gamer says i'm always panicking with the cowboys <laughs> Jacob, nice. Jacob, I can, I can feel that i can feel that uh, the the llama gamer also said uh i never want to see clayton again 
Uh, <laughs> Jacob Torchin says, I gave up on my expectations of winning games. Uh, Ed Gonzalez says, it's not Lamb or the scheme. It's Dak whose ceiling is low anyways. Coach, don't trust his QB. So we tried to simplify the offense and still. Uh, we got a let's go Rangers. Um, so our boy, our boy bot G Eric says, crack him if you got him. Damn, Ant's already beat me to SoFi. Boots Ex- on. Excuse me, AT&T West. Go ahead. Boots on the I'm ground. Here. Boots on the ground. Oh, we got triples. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's keep going with our, our rapid recap. We'll, we'll, be well uh, there hit, was a good. We'll be able to the, hit chat there after. I'm just going there off was of a good, the panicking thing here. I just wanted to. There was a good so. lead out, though, and someone had brought up Micah. Someone had talked about Micah there quickly, and I think that's a good segue into Micah's comments after the game, and I kind of wanted to. I, I have kind of mixed feelings about Micah's comments about George Kittle after. So again, I'm going to let you guys lead out and I want to hear what you guys think about it. Did you think it was stupid him going out and talking? He's got his podcast that he runs right after the games. So he obviously was out there talking about the George Kittle wearing the fuck Dallas shirt. What do you guys think about it? Well, for uh, the, the fuck Dallas thing. Okay. Hang on a sec. I pulled up the wrong clip. I, I look, I have no problem with Kittle doing it to be quite honest. Like, I mean, if someone would have wore a fuck, 49er shirt I would have loved it so yeah if you get your ass kicked you can't really say shit you just have to kind of sit there and take it I think curse um had a quote something similar to what I just said uh uh so he must have been listening to me uh <laughs> but yeah like it's um that's just yeah, J-Ron's Kurt J-Ron's quote was if you don't want the guy to have that celebration he decided to have that celebration don't let him score a touchdown yeah. Right. The best way to not have a guy score and celebrate or the best way to not have someone celebrate is to stop them. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, look, and Micah Parson, obviously he, he, everyone's tuning in on Mondays to, to hear what he has to say. His, he was, it felt like he was a, a little non-existent in the game. He got, he got owned by San Francisco. I think him saying you made it personal. Now it's personal. Next time we see it, it's like, well, yeah, I'm with Alex. I, you're expecting the other team to say "fuck Dallas" or "fuck 49ers," "fuck nine nine banner uh, nine 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 nerds" or whatever we were calling. Fuck me! Uh, Did you just seizure? I, Did you just have a seizure? But like, I the, him even going out to jer- do the jersey swap. Like, I, you know what? Like, look, if he collects, I don't give a shit. But it seems a little weird that you would be not pissed off and mad that you lost so bad. Not even like a close win. Like, if it was forty two. 38 San Francisco and he's out there swapping and it was like a it was like a oh, barn yeah. burner game hard fought game you're doing it but There's like mutual you, respect just like an embarrassing loss like that that's the only thing that just felt a little weird it's like dude like do you not care as much as you're telling us that you care or does well it just let's not hear this clip you? I want to hear this clip because I haven't even watched this George Kittle clip to be yeah, honest and and I do want to hit on the jersey after um but th- let's uh let's hear what. Mike has to say here. Oh, got this muted. He said, here we go. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. He should have made it personal. Like, had- I... You shouldn't need George Kittle to go out and wear a fuck Dallas shirt to make it personal. In my mind, you should be going out. You should be going out and feeling that way every single game. You shouldn't, you shouldn't need an extra amount of, I don't even know the word. You shouldn't need a a bigger reason to go out there and make it personal. Obviously Kittle came in pumped up. Obviously the San Francisco 49ers came in pumped up. 
and we didn't. And I just, I, I don't know. I think the talking after the game saying, well, if we play each other again, I got something for it. It's like, well, maybe you should have done it this week. And it's also like, yeah, those are just that those are full. Those words are like cake. They crumble to me. Okay. <laughs> what kind I, of cake? Probably a really dry uh, lemon cake or something that's really not desirable. <laughs> not be, pumpkin be... cake for the festive festivity of sure. uh, Hallow's month. Yeah, but I, I had a pumpkin a pumpkin pie slice on Thanksgiving. Excuse me, and uh, I really enjoyed it. So I don't want to give him oh, that. Pumpkin uh, pie is the the bomb. With with this whole thing, yeah. My, my favorite. I think that the game has changed. Obviously, I'm going to sound like an old curmudgeon. Or the play, the game has changed for players. I think you first saw it with basketball, maybe, but they became more like friends because of their position in the sport than they were rivals. I two of my favorite players. Um, I'll only say two because I can't remember the third guy, but you guys can help me out. For, Must for, not have uh, been of a uh, favorite player then. <laughs> no, I know Ray Lewis, and and who was the guy that played with Ray Lewis, the safety? Ed Reed. Ed, Ed Reed and James Harrison, and there's all a bunch of guys like this. Uh, Paul Amalo too. They played with hate in their heart against the other team when they came out there. They were going to war. Those were their enemies. I don't feel... I, I haven't felt that from Micah. Like, yeah, sure, he's a lion. He's out there. But if you're, if you, if you're going out there and you have that, that mentality that he just said right there, you got to go out there and be like, no, I'm, I, I'm going to kill these guys if I get the chance, right? Yeah. Like, I know that sounds really sadistic, but that is what the mentality of those defense, the great defenders of all time had. And then when the game is over, just like UFC fighters, you shake. You say, that was a battle. That was, we went to war yeah. and we yeah. left it right all after. out there. Yeah, right. And and that that is totally acceptable in my opinion. But to, to think like it's not personal, like you said, Ant, like it should be personal from... From Mon- if you play Sunday, it should be personal from Monday to the game to the end of the game. I feel like if I know the person better, I want to beat them worse. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I feel if I was ever playing against Ad in any sport, I'd want to kill him. The, the, the biggest, the biggest, <laughs> exactly. You want to be able to have that bragging right. And the biggest thing that I think that, like, if you look at the Dal- if you look at the Cowboys right now, and you're thinking that we we talked about this a bit on the pod before, uh, where. Micah needs to be that defensive leader on the team where he's vocal, everybody's looking up to him. When they aren't performing well, he's saying things to get mad. I've heard him on a couple of interviews say that he's not really vocal with, like he's not a vocal person he'll show with his playing. So possibly I'm stretching it, trying to put him in that role. But when you hear him talking in in a bunch of these situations and when, and again, this is just as a fan and eyeball testing it when they're down or they're losing, or he's getting double teamed and he's not having the game that he's supposed to, you kind of just, you see him, the maturity level and you see kind of how he's reacting on the sidelines. And a lot of people in the chat, EJ Savage, boys of the zones is saying exactly. Mike is still a kid. Ed Gonzalez says, I forgive Mike. He's still a kid. Really? He is younger. He's, he needs to mature and, I think that once we see him kind of mature into that, like more of a veteran player, because yeah, he still hasn't played that many that many years, um, and he's still a young young guy. I think we'll get a little bit more of that dog that you're looking for, because like right now, is it in, too, sorry? No, uh, just is it too much to put on his shoulders right now to be that like? Sure, he's an awesome player and he's accelerated uh, to like the elite in his class uh, in, in his position group, but. Does he need to be 
that leader if he's not? Well, you look at Ed Reed and you look at uh, you look at like a, a Ray Lewis. Um, you look at probably like a Fred Warner. Uh, any of these like deep, strong defensive players, and I and I just use brought up Fred Warner right now because guarantee you in the huddles or in or on the south sounds of the sideline for them, you're hearing those guys be the most vocal to the team, getting the team riled up. We never see Micah kind of going through and talking like one-on-one with his players. A lot of it's him like, you know, dabbing people up and then him like always kind of staring off. You don't ever see him kind of like propelling other people around him to kind of get going. Challenging them. You you need a guy like, imagine Micah, he is the best player on the defense, challenging you, challenging you to be better. Saying, "Hey, man, I'm out here doing it. I need you. I'm getting triple teamed on every play. You need to. You need Sounds to like eat." A dream. Also, Sounds like a dream. It does. To me. But <laughs> but the thing is, all hall of all <laughs> all these Hall of Famer players, like Ad said, these guys. I mean, barring like Troy Polamalu, who never talked much because he had other guys on the defense that could do the talking. You need to be that guy as as a linebacker, as a defensive end. I want to see Micah get get up and get at it a little bit more than he has been these last, mainly during the losses. Yeah, and and. I do, I, I, like, I get that argument, but if the player doesn't have it in them, yep. you're going to just, you're going to end up with more frustrations like that because he needs someone who's right. who's going to come over and say, hey, like, wake okay. the fuck up, like, let's go. And that might be... D-Law? It could be D-Law. It could be... That's a llama gamer second str- It could be second string. It could be curse. It could be someone who is not the best on the team, but they Brandon that- Aubrey? Could be Brandon Aubrey. I'm, I'm, I, at this point, look for anyone who can get some motivation. But I think in the long term, for when Micah is 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 truly in his veteran status, and I think maybe that comes what second contract. You can argue the fifth year as well. But that, then it's like I think that should naturally come out, and he should also discover what type of leader is because, like you just mentioned, Troy Polamalu went out there and led by example, and I'm sure that he had good things to say but he's not the guy who's going to fire you up and uh you know with his words yeah. so what's up can fanomaniacs and thank you for listening to this episode of the cowboys can fan podcast but if you're only listening you're just getting half of all the gold come check us out on youtube every wednesday and sunday youtube.com slash at cowboys can fan or just search cowboys can fan on youtube or google or go to cowboyscanfan.com you will find us Every Wednesday and Sunday, we hope to see you there. Peace. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Well, I mean, like, and, and again, who on the, the, you're, everybody's looking at Dak as being the leader of the team, which is great. Yeah, you have your offensive leaders who are going to be vocal. 
defense, like we're talking about, it's kind of, I feel like, you, yeah, it could be a J-Ron. It could be, a lot of people are saying it was Diggs that player on the on the defense that would get everybody kind of amped up and going. I You never really hear Trevon Diggs kind of be vocal like that. But on out of the sounds of the sideline, he was all you always heard him screaming and cheering and yep. getting up. And anytime something big happened, he was yeah. he was quite vocal. You don't really didn't hear it outside of that. But yeah, maybe that is, that's a good point. Maybe maybe Trey was that guy. Yeah. So and, yeah. and it's, it's it. I must say, though, it does feel like perhaps we're missing that voice at this point. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but that voice is just not loud, yeah. not loud enough. But I, but I also will say, too, like, I mean, I, I uh. Yeah, last thought on this. I I hate I hate yeah this it is the last I hated uh, how good a lot of the fucking San Francisco 49er defense guys were and then after the game I I it kind of cycled through on my on my YouTube as I was listening to something else and it kind of went to Fred Warner talking about the game and it's like man I hate him even more because he's such a good interview <laughs> he's like the yeah, nicest guy uh, very smart very specific with what he says you'd like, love to, any team would love to have him yeah anyway oh yeah but, definitely. This uh, we can just kind of wrap up the Micah discussion, but it does kind of lead into our next player of question. I just want to show this this jersey swap video for everyone uh, out there. Do you want me to bring it up? Is that what you're you saying? can bring it up just for just for just to close this out? Here's that moment. I do just want to say this though. I do understand it. We are fans, and this this like it's fucking game over when when this happens to us, but. Take a perspective of your own work, and I'm not trying to compare us to NFL players, but this is their job. They go out there. It's like when you go to, I don't know, I something that we would all go to, a work event or something. There's guys out there who you like would much rather talk to or like hang out with or you just respect more than than the other guys. And they might even be the only guy, other guys on your crew or within on your own team. So like I do have that little uh what's the word? Understand like like, like I can understand it's different for NFL players in these moments, right? So there is that. I still don't like it, and it just sucks that it happened on the, such a big blowout. Still gonna wear. His I don't mind it. I don't mind it if it's a close game and hard fought. But yeah, be. I want someone that's pissed off when they get smoked. Like I don't care if you're if you're a professional losing forty two to ten. Blows. You just did your job awful. Like you should be. If whenever I do anything, if I do an awful job about at it, I'm not happy. I'm pissed off, and I'd like to see. Some guys on the team be pissed off about it, but that might just be a fan thing. Like they're they're networking for their next big podcast together. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the, the other see him, see him, the lion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I I don't, uh, and you know what? As they should be, because we as we've seen with guys like Diggs who go who go down with an injury for an entire season, nothing's ever no, nothing is ever a sure thing. So it. Good for them if they have other things on there, but like you, like you were kind of attesting to, if you're not doing your primary job the way you should be, and when you do a shitty job, it's like we want you to be pissed off about it. Like go change, go change fucking jerseys in the tunnel where no one yeah. can see you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're bringing up this one right here, or yeah. So we have uh, right here. This is just to to wrap up our our weekly review here. Um, CD Lamb had this to say after the game about the identity of the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, you know, there's, there's lots hidden in, the, in his answers, even though they are brief. What's the identity of this offense? I don't know. So, sorry, I guess we can't hear the que- reported question. He goes, 
ask the uh, CD Lamb, uh, what's the identity of the Dallas Cowboys offense? I don't know. I don't know. And shouldn't you know after five weeks? I guess so. <laughs> Are you interviewing him? <laughs> yeah, well, I know the question. You were interviewing CD Lamb. <laughs> I was interviewing. <laughs> but essentially, he says, I don't know what the identity is. And the reporter rebutes, Well, shouldn't you know after five weeks? And he goes, I guess so. He's def- he's got a defeated defeatist attitude. See, and- I don't know if it's defeatist. I think this is. I'd rather see this attitude being pissed off and choke that you just got your asses kicked forty two to ten than being out there switching your fucking jersey with someone. I'd rather a guy be like, yeah, I don't know, I I, I don't know, I'm I'm confused why we just got beat forty two ten instead of being out there switching a jersey with Fred Warner. You know, I don't know if C.D. Lamb was out there switching jerseys, but you yeah. didn't see any pictures of him. He looks genuinely pissed off. I know this feeling. I This is how I get when I'm mad. I just don't. And it's shitty. This is another thing as a professional football player. After big wins, you have to yeah. talk to reporters. Yeah. And after big losses, you have to talk to reporters. He's clearly pissed off. He's pissed off because he thinks he's a better player and he feels like he could help the team win. And he doesn't feel like he had the opportunity to get that. Could he have done it a little bit better? I think it's kind of that thing. This is the opposite side of the spectrum from mm-hmm. the Micah switching jerseys thing, right? I think this is the other side of it where this guy genuinely is pissed off that they got their asses kicked. Well, maybe defeatist was the wrong word because I didn't necessarily mean it negatively. Yeah. He's emotional. He's an emotional player. So CeeDee Lamb, to go back to our conversation about leaders, I don't think that you want to ever put him in a position where he's a leader. 88s should be special, and they should be treated as such, and they should get special treatment if you believe they're 88s, right? Like, you have a weapon on your team who uh, we've seen it in movies. We've seen it in real life. You give them special treatment because of what they provide to the team. And any number one if you believe C.D. Lamb is a number one, and I certainly do, he should be able to have the, um, he should be able to, to kind of have this I, uh, this mentality, be a little bit snitty, be a little bit like, uh, I don't know, throwing shade, quote unquote, I guess, at the team, and you have to just let it go because he's the guy who you need to have out there. If he's not, then you don't let him talk like this, but... Well, a lot of so I, I I agree. Like, or I'm uh, I don't think you should. I don't think there's anything wrong. I think this is expected, and you just let your star weapons do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every like a game like that, you're so embarrassed you don't want to talk to people. Is kind of you're just like I don't know. This is I. There, that's just it's bad. Now, when you talk about 88s being that person, uh, Michael Irvin and uh, Des Bryant would have had probably a lot more to say post that because they were both very vocal mm. 88s cds we don't really see cd as that much of a vocal uh 88 but as the number one receiver you're not getting you you got one fucking touchdown in in five in five weeks of playing that's not yeah. good you should be upset and to uh kind of cap that thought uh, Gus from GR7 Network with a nice big fuck San Francisco super chat of nine ninety nine. Yeah, Gus, we love fuck to see San it. Francisco, Gus. Fuck San Francisco. Are I thought he was saying UK Steve San Francisco. Yeah. UK San Francisco. <laughs> and then uh, Llama Gamer also said uh, Clayton interviewed CD Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just get Sherman's thought on this, and um, we can all say our final thoughts, and then move on to week fucking six, baby, or power rankings, I guess.
CD Lamb was all too quiet Sunday night, just five targets, four catches, 49 yards. He voiced his frustration after the game, saying he's not sure what the offensive identity is now. Mike McCarthy said yesterday they had a good visit, but that if CD weren't pissed off about not getting the ball, then he, meaning McCarthy, would be pissed off. On yesterday's show, Richard, you and Michael Irvin made the case Dak just doesn't have enough help at receivers, starting with CD, who you called sort of a fringy number one receiver at best. So, to that point, has CD been overrated? If, if you think he's a bona fide, uh, uh, hey, line up out there one, then yeah, that's that's all overrated because and I do. There, there are number yeah. ones in the league, so you're Fuck saying yeah, he's in a conversation skip. with Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and Mike Evans. You're yes, saying he's in that yes, conversation. Yes, yes, then, in the conversation. Then, then you're not watching it. The conversation he's in mm. is with guys like Jalen Waddle, like Garrett Wilson Jr. Tyler Lockett, um, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Chris Godwin. Those, those guys, guys good. those are really good guys. I'm not saying they're bad players. I'm saying that's the cal- caliber of receivers that we're talking about. We, we're talking about, and those are really good receivers in the National Football League. I'm not saying he's a bad receiver, but I'm saying if you had Amari Cooper, if you never got rid of your boy Amari Cooper, what would this team look like? They would look really good. They would look, he would probably have I got like it. Pause him, pause him, pause him, pause him, pause him. So then why last year did he have top 10 receiving yard or top 10 receiving categories in every single category with Noah Brown as his number two, not to mention CD lamb didn't have a great start to the season last year. His first six weeks when uh, after week one and when Dak was out and Cooper rush was in CD didn't really have that great of stats. And then he really came on from weeks like six to, to 17 or 18. And even so this season, he's had a few good games. He's hit 140 yards. I think it was week two. He had high seventies in week one. I don't, I think he's definitely a number one receiver and I don't think he's a fringe number one receiver. He's definitely a number one receiver in my mind because last year and the year before two years ago in 2021, he put on fringe one uh, wide receiver, one numbers last year. He a hundred percent put up wide receiver one stats. Yeah. I I mean, you crushed it, dude. Yeah. Hey, take fuck that you, Sherman. Sh- fuck, fuck you, Sherman. How about that too? <laughs> hey, but you know what? Uh, how do you deal with animosity? We're about to find out week six, but before we do that, boys, uh, Adam, if you want to get chat, yeah, so uh, uh, I, I'll, I'll get the power rankings here. Uh, so Gus was saying that he tried to put fuck San Francisco, but YouTube wouldn't let him. And I said, that's, <laughs> hey, YouTube's be dogging Oh, you. that's what Classic the UK, YouTube. Okay. Uh, Dak Classic Man, YouTube. Dakman says, uh, well, first off, Lama Gamer said that Sherman's a bum. Dakman saying CD has had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. Sherman's tripping. And then... Uh, Baji Eric says Sherman in his prime couldn't cover CD. Boosh, baby. crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him, Richard Sherman. All right, boys, where are we sitting? And of course, let's see uh, what we got here for the title. Oh, and that and Ooh. that's it for your rapid reader <laughs> or recap. Uh. <laughs> that's the end of it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey guys, we're trying new things Just- here. Like a dying giraffe. Ooh, ah. that's ooh, the that, ooh. that ends it. Ooh. Well, let's get our guesses. Let's get our guesses here. Yeah, for the so we they they give always give us hints. So we got Eagles vault back up to number two. Lions hit top five. Jags cr- crack top ten. Okay, so I'm going first. Cowboys eleven. You think out just outside sitting just outside top ten? I think we should have fallen more after the Cardinals game, and we didn't. I think we only fell like two spots, but the NFL writers aren't gonna aren't gonna give us so much grace this time. I'm saying we're out of the top ten out of eleven. Were we five? 
we were, were, we were four. No, no, we five. were five. We were five. We were five. five. Yeah. I'm I'm going eight. You're going to go eight? I'm going eight. I'm going to go ten. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Let's juice it up. Even after Jaguars cracking top ten, you're going to pick ten. I feel like that says that they went ten, so let's see. Oh, here, let me bring it up. It could say that. My, my, my boosh. My boosh. You're working. Right. San Fran's going to be number one, obviously. It, yeah. Of if course. they're not number one. <coughs> well, they are. They've been one the last three weeks. And if you are a listening to this, you're like, what are these guys talking about? Well, it's we nice. we're we're looking at the NFL power rank because you got to come to YouTube.com slash at Cowboys can fan or just search Cowboys can fan like, you know, Canadian fan. <laughs> and uh, you'll us. find us. Come join us every Wednesday. Canadar. OK, we know who it is. If I can get to it. There we go. San Fran. San Fran, 49ers. Number, number. They already told us Philly's number one. Or number two, Fucking sorry. Philly. And they, I mean, they, they deserve it. They're 5-0. and oh. Kansas City, City Chiefs. City. Four and I mean, one. they're 4-1. and one. They're still 4-1. and one. They're the the defending champs. They've only lost. They haven't lost since week one. You got Mahomes and Kelsey. It's That's exactly. still devastating. Still a hard team to beat. Miami. Dolphins? Okay. Jumped up after their loss to who'd they lose to the Bills, and then they had a good game this following week. So they're back up there, four against and one. The Giants, though. Yeah, everyone has a good game against the Giants. Lions, Detroit Lions, <sighs> moving up, moving, moving on, on up. up. Jinx. Here we go, Buffalo Bills d- dropping three. Yep, interesting. We're gonna be saying, just... oh, whoa. Well, I'm... you can't. No, guess I, a second guess. No, but I I still have to stay with mine as eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, J- the Jaguars oh! after there. Oh, 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 we are still top ten, baby. Add since you won, <laughs> you get the honor of reading our. Oh shit! What the fuck happened there? You, okay, so <laughs> the rough... video just popped up. You gotta watch this. Get out of here. A rough loss to the Cardinals in week three was followed by a laughter win against the Patriots in week four, then a full on tail whipping, aka ass kipping from the 49ers. What do we you make say of ass kipping? Ass kipping. <laughs> I like ass kipping. Uh, what do we make of this team after the past three weeks? Dak Prescott had an awful night on Sunday, as did Tony Pollard, who disappeared after his first quarter fumble. Even the fallback defense was tarred and feathered to the point where it's fair to challenge that unit's lofty reputation. Lofty reputation? Fuck you. The 49ers stood up to Dallas, toughness, and pushed back several times into the end zone. The Cowboys face old friend Kellen Moore and the Chargers in prime time this coming Monday, which will be in attendance. And you, can, and you can bet that Morass took close notes on what Kyle Shanahan achieved Sunday. Will Dallas bounce back? Question mark. Or limp it into week seven by at three and three. Do you dun, think dun, Kellen dun. Do you think Kellen Moore needs to take notes from no. Shanahan? He's been going no. against this. He's been going against Dan Quinn for the last two years. Yeah. Two and a, like, why would he have to now take notes from Shanahan? You'd think he would, if anything, have the best way to beat the, the defense. He, why would he need to look at what Sam Fran just did? Fucking yeah. punk. Fucking punk. That's actually a good storyline, though, guys, going into this. One that's we haven't talked about too much is the fact that it is Kellen Moore versus the Dallas Cowboys. And there has been a noticeable drop-off in the offense since Kellen Moore left. So... We all wanted to get rid of Kellen Moore, but maybe he wasn't the problem. I mean, it is what it is. Here we are. We're going to go face him, and I do hope we pound him in uh, the uh, round hole, as it were. (laughs) Pound him. In his pie hole. I mean, I'm not, uh, like you said, like they are used to playing against Kellen Moore. So Kellen Moore has 
a different offense, and I feel like the Cowboys' defense is going to be better than the Chargers' offense. We're going to obviously go through it and see, but I'm not. I don't think Kellen Moore is going to be that 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 see. Just like Trey Lance wasn't uh, a secret factor when we faced uh, the 49ers win, and just like Zeke and Will Greer weren't the deciding factor for the Patriots when they faced the Cowboys. Hey, we, we're we're gonna we're about to find out, guys, live and in house. And with that, well, I, I just want to ask you guys, what do you think about the eighth spot? I'm actually, I think that's pretty nice of them to yeah. keep us in the top ten because I don't feel like we belong. Here, here's the thing, though, there must be a lot of weight put on the number one team beating you. Okay, yeah. we we took it really hard because we foresee a future where that uh, obstacle is going to be there again, and we damn well hope it will be, and we know it's going to be the. So, you know, I can see that being like, I, you're right, Ant. The Cardinals' loss should have been much more uh, significant than this loss. Yeah. Hey, actually, where are the Chargers in that shit? Oh, hang on. Let, me bring, it, let me bring it back. I just so I'm going to say the Chargers are 12. So we got Seahawks and, at nine, Ravens and, at 10. And I apologize to the the YouTube uh, audience for looking at Alex's pea-colored screen in there. I switched. I turned it off. I don't know, dude. It's not on. It's weird. Look at it. I know. I'm just saying it's weird. I know it is. I think that's how it's coming in. We'll figure it out. Bucks at 11. Browns oh, at 12. Chargers 13. at 13. They didn't play last just, week, though. So Yeah, they had to buy a week. They sat at 13. They're 2-2. Two and two. All right. Oh, you know what? Now everyone's saying, and then it came up, and I don't know if you changed something, Anth, but they're saying audio issues. I didn't do nothing. People are joking around a moment in silence, and then I'm like, what's going on? What do I have to do here? Check, check, one, two. No, no, it's not us. It's it, okay. it's, it's Anth. Let me just... Uh, Could you switch my uh, screen off there? And then I will... Anth went... Yeah, I don't... I'm I'm still I'm still in my same thing. I gotcha, I gotcha. Get me in. Get me in. Juice me in. Can I talk? Hello, can you hear me? Am I back? No, I don't I don't so. know why my voice went to Dracula mode. I'm just a mime now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and talk. Talking. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay. I think you're. I think we're good now. We're juiced up. We're, we're juiced back. Up. Juiced up. Okay. We're are golden. We jo- are, so you jo- are you Joey Juice? They didn't move because obviously they didn't play. No, They're two and two. This is a big game for both teams. I can't wait to see it. Sorry. Sorry. He. Just a little he, delay. He. So I just wanted to double check. <laughs> All right. We are good to go. Hang on a Whew. sec. Uh, Sometimes there's hey, ghosts in the we machine. We, know, the machine. we know that. We got ghosts in the machine. A uh, big shout out to Kilo C. His Astros have advanced in the playoffs. Playoffs. Hey. Playoffs. Playoffs. Congrats, my dude. Uh, and then uh, Llama Gamer saying he was speaking facts in silence. Juiced. I only speak facts, bro. William Winter says <laughs> juiced and loose. Yeah, he is loose and juiced. <laughs> juiced and loose. Uh, I, I uh, have to I sadly admit I just, am loose. As, as Alex is bringing that up, I'm about to go to... Bot G says, because I got to give mm-hmm. respect to, uh, to, our, to our boy Bot G, he goes, I uh, I feel like when we lost by that much under Tony Romo, at least we lost with him trying to force the ball to Wittenberg. Yeah. I, I Someone made the joke during the live stream about it's like we had Tony Romo back. I would have loved to have Tony Romo in a game like that because he would have just started. He would have just started whipping it to CD Lamb. <laughs> if he's getting three interceptions. He's at least airing them out. He's at least trying to get you back into that game every single time. So I, I don't think, 
I don't think Dak had that same gunslinger thing on his, his interceptions were not gunslinging interceptions. They were poor reads. hundred percent. Just got to hit it. Boots on the ground. You know, hit it and quit it. <clears throat> but yeah, guys, week six game preview. Here we go. Chargers, Cowboys, week six. Let's get into it. So let's have a little quick little look at their team record. Of course, we know the Cowboys three and two, and the Chargers are two and two. Uh, starting off the season, two losses: one to Miami, one to the Titans, and then beating Miami and um, Las Vegas. They, they haven't actually, beat anyone special. No, at they all. Beat, they have the only top ten team they've played. They lost to. Yeah, but look at their game scores too. All relatively close except for the win against uh but you know what the you know what they're going to score 20 about 28 24 28 points <laughs> so. oh they're more than they're more than capable of scoring again kellen moore's offense has always scored and and justin herbert's more than capable they have a very good offense if we can't move the ball on their defense then we have some issues because their defense obviously is giving up a lot of points too as well hey first off Nice fucking image there, AJ. You, sometimes you come out of nowhere with these fucking dime designs. Yeah, thanks. Other times I want to poke my eyes out, but this is a great, this is a good looking fucking design, dog. Thanks. We've got scoring leaders now here too. So just a quick little look. Uh, just These are just our top guys. One thing we do need to take into account here though is Jay Kelly has been the top rusher for the Chargers, but I believe Eckler will be back in this game. Uh, and he had a really fantastic first game of the season before getting injured, I guess. I don't follow the Chargers, but... Um, yeah, he was on IR. He's a great... Eckler's a great player. Eckler's a really good running back. He's kind of came out of nowhere. It, he was never highly touted out of college, but he's a great player. Yeah, and, and um, you know, receiving-wise, we've got Kay Allen, Keenan Allen. Uh, I mean, he is kind of your fantasy should you or sh- sh- shouldn't you or shouldn't you player because uh he has so much high quality potential but in my experience it's always been like kind of a boomer bust type of vibe with him not this year man yeah not this year he's been an absolute dog in all the games he's been i have him in fantasy in one league and he's been probably one of my best players he this year he's i know what you mean he's kind of one of those guys that you would always never bad never bad but this year he's been very consistent he's been very good yeah well look very even um especially if we look at the the uh, uh, quarterbacks aside from those interceptions. Three of those came from the last game, so that's rough. But uh, now we get some fun facts. These are as recent as we can be. So Cowboys overall are ranked ninth on a PFF's ranking. Their offense 16th, their defense 4th, and special teams 2nd. hey And uh, the Chargers overall are ranked 24th. Offense is 12th. Defense is 28th, and special teams is 14th. So just, you know, by those fun facts right there, you'd you'd expect the Cowboys to beat the Chargers, right? Yeah, you would expect. Um, overall power rankings here. Cowboys are 5th. Chargers are 16th. The power rank for their defense. Cowboys are still 2nd, hanging on nicely. Uh, Chargers 18th, and the offense for the Cowboys is ranked 16th, and the Chargers actually have a better ranked uh, offense at 14th. So Chargers are very much middle in the pack. Cowboys all over the place. 
Yeah, Cowboys are kind of flopped uh, everywhere. And I'm very surprising to see that the defense is still second. I know in the in the in their power in the power rankings. That's very strange for me. Yeah. Um. Yes. I mean, well, like if we look back at the game against the 49ers, it was it was we didn't really start to crumble until end of the or middle of the third. I mean, they still gave up 21 points. And yeah, yes, yes. In the first half. Another uh, does it. Count, sorry. For one second. On like turnover touchdowns and things like that, uh, does it, that doesn't affect the defense? Not the, they didn't they didn't no, score I, no, on turnovers. No, I, no, I know. They I, scored. So in this the only time we matter. turned the ball over, we stopped we stopped them. So yeah. I would, the only time we fumbled, we fumbled in our own red zone, and then they fumbled on on the red zone. Yeah, nothing and then we did nothing house. and punted it. Yeah. But to answer that question, PFF takes in all aspects of football when they do the, their rankings, and so it's hey. like probably very very complicated. Um, in an unnecessary way. Hey, well, guess who's a PFF boy? <laughs> hey, we all are. We all are. Uh, one big thing we also like to look at, look at is that run to pass ratio. And we've got basically a, a 4.5 out of 10 run plays for Cowboys and only 3.6 out of 10 run plays uh, for the Chargers. So the Chargers like to huck them, chuck them. Yeah, they do. And, and that's a fitting offense for Keelan Moore, Vanilla Pudding. This yeah. is the type of offense that we have to get. We have to get a lead against, and we have to then send send the boys. We got to send the get the ball, take the ball at the start of the game, march down, score some points, let your defense get out there and sack Justin Herbert. That's yep. what we got to do. Yep. Pencil it. Pencil it in. Turn it around and pencil it. Now this injury report reports, I believe, are up to date. Um, I don't think anything changed here, but of course, on the Cowboys, we won't go over the obvious ones, but we got Turpin. Is he out now? Yeah, he's out. He's Turpin's out. on IR, I'm pretty sure. Turpin well, and no, no, he's maybe not officially, but put on IR. Turpin wasn't on IR. He was just I thought he, he was. He was being checked out. He he's the one that Vanderesh and uh Vanderesh has gone to IR, but Turpin, they're saying they're still checking through to him on what they're gonna do. So so probably then because it's Wednesday, they just haven't maybe officially made that move, but we know that Turpin, Goodwin, and Vanderesh are all are, are all being placed on IR. Uh, Hander shots out with a leg injury, or sorry, questionable with a leg injury, and Wilson is also questionable with his le- leg injury. So things are getting thin, boys. Sorry, it was CJ Goodwin. CJ Goodwin's been ranked or been listed as out for season. Out correct. for season. Okay, this is probably like I said, just not been updated because they maybe have not officially submitted to the NFL until right. the end of the week. Right? I don't know, but um. I'm just trying to now. I'm just trying to stick up for PFF. Who the fuck am I? Yeah, he went from being a PFF PFF, <laughs> PFF boy to now like question his life boy. Looking over at the Chargers, though, uh, Herbert's questionable. Eckler's questionable. I, obviously, both those guys are going to play. Uh, Williams, uh, the wide receiver, who's been you know a, a really solid number two for the Chargers for years, uh, is out on injury reserve. Then they have their safety, Gilman, who has a leg injury. He's questionable. Lindsay, I don't know what this means. NFIR. I'm assuming it's <laughs> I'm assuming N-F-I-R? it's a injury. Or, or uh, sorry. Um, uh, other would be. No, NFIR. Well, let's just not guess it. Let's yeah. just read the next guys. Uh, James Jr., safety with a leg injury, uh, questionable. And then Bosa with a leg injury, questionable. I think if you're not marked IR on their list, you're playing. Joey Bosa. As much as I can tell. But hey, that wasn't what uh, it was for us. So who knows? 
But anyways, now let's do this depth chart comparison. Now, as we go through this, dudes, at the end of each comparison here, yep, or at the beginning, if you're feeling super confident, uh, you're going to give a rank out of 1 to 10 on your confidence, whether you believe the strength goes to the Cowboys or to the Chargers. And at the end of it all, we're going to see how we laid out, how the chart lays out, okay? So uh, if you're, like, doing a coin flip, then you got to flip a coin and pick one for either Chargers or Cowboys, okay? Okay. There's no more washes. We've eliminated washes. <laughs> okay. When I say wash, <laughs> I guess you'll have to flip the coin for me. <laughs> well, you could do it and, and help the show out. That'd be great. I, I think I think there's should be a wash, but I agree with it. We'll flip a coin. We'll flip a coin if I if I can't decide. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay. Quarterbacks, Dak Prescott dropped quite a bit here on his uh uh rankings, but you guys see anything you want to point out? This um, one's easy, Herbert. Yeah. It's easy for me. Herbert's the natural passer. He's just a better natural passer than Dak Prescott. I think Dak, when he's on, has some attributes that are better. I think Dak might be a bit tougher. Dak used to be the better scrambler. Dak's bigger. But right now, I think Herbert has every intangible as a quarterback that's better than Dak Prescott. Yep. Where where are you? Where would you put that up? Like, is he significantly better? Give me a one. No, I, I think they're both top 10 quarterbacks, but I think Herbert flirts within the top five range. Yeah. Dak flirts around Dak flirts around seven to ten where Herbert flirts around four to seven type thing. Oh, I see. AJ has a sliding scale. Yeah. So okay. They'll like, be posting it at the end. It's a pretty know, nice little graphic. Just behind there. baseball, I did I thought we chatted about this, so I didn't it does seem like maybe it's a surprise to you guys. <laughs> no, oh, no, I knew it wasn't a okay, surprise. Okay, I just okay. wanted to take the piss out of you a little bit because <laughs> Because they have places to watch. I know. I, I know. It's I, I'm going to say that no, no, it's I, our faces. Yeah. 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 I'm well, gonna, don't ruin the fun. But. I'm going to say this is a wash for me. <laughs> I would just put you. I would just delete your image, and then you don't get any more. No, I flip, I, flip him a coin. Yeah, I think or flip a coin. I don't give a fuck. No, just please play the goddamn game. Put me to the left of Ant's face. I, I think he 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 he's in the top five, but he's like at five. For, okay, so I, right Henry. now. You guys are at like two and three on that confidence, okay? Does that seem right for you? Sure. Okay. Moving forward, let's just give me a number so it helps uh, okay. just with the Sorry. placement. Oh, we have to give you a number. Well, I'm saying just Justin help- Herbert, one, is a, is better than Dak Prescott. Is that my – I'm fully confident that he's the better quarterback. Like than 10 out Dak of 10 Prescott. confident. That was okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you're right there. When – when you guys both, t- it just cut out my bad. I didn't hear what you guys said oh, there. No, my, like, ear, my earphone or my earplugs are AJ's just trying. Here. Let's AJ- just move on. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, I'm going to have to agree that Herbert is probably the better QB, um, especially after last game. I'm, I'm like saying he's, you know, about a five out of 10 better than, than Dak Prescott. Uh, so if, if Prescott played just a little bit better, man, uh, we'd have a different conversation, yep. but. Dak can definitely, uh, this doesn't mean, mean that Dak can't have a better game than Justin Herbert. He just hasn't been better this season yet. Like if you're going, yeah, if you're going to go, if you're picking a quarterback, you're picking Dak, uh, not Dak Presser, you're picking Justin Herbert at the moment. And one of the real fun uh, uh, stats that I liked here was the, uh, it's called TWP and it's basically like uh, throws where they could t- possibly turn over a play. Dak Pl- Prescott's, percent is 2.7 percent justin herbert is 3.4 percent so basically it's like on plays where that they 
could have been intercepted or turned over, essentially. So uh, I know, Anth, it's really small for you. <laughs> there. Um, and, and you know what? We've already made our decisions, but in the future, if we if we come to a, a time where you do need to do a coin flip, we can come to this section of the uh, of the uh, document here. And but look, that little tiny difference, yeah, it's only like I think 0.7 percent difference, but in the scheme of three percent, 0.7 is a big chunk, you know. How many point sevens does it take to get to three percent? Yep. Well, I don't do math, but he, he ain't quick with math. Long story short, um, we said Herbert. So now we're on to wide receivers and tight ends. The receivers for the wide receivers on the Cowboys, we got Gallup, Lamb, and Cooks. Wide receivers on the Chargers, they got Palmer, Allen, and Johnston. I'm. Gonna, I don't know anything about the Chargers receivers outside we're, we're, of Allen. Yeah, we're we're we're, <laughs> we're, do, we're doing we're doing the we're doing the core. For it, so it's not just one to one anymore. I'm I'm going I'm going Cowboys receivers. That's what I'm. I doing. just the Cowboys receivers have done fuck all. <laughs> I'm having a hard time every time I look at these PFF. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We always have the better looking yeah. receivers, but we haven't fucking done anything. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to, and start it's starting to get hard to say the Cowboys wide receivers. I look at this. Yeah, Gallup, Lamb, and Cook should be better than Palmer, Allen, and Johnson, but they haven't been. They haven't been better. the The Chargers lost their their wide receiver two um, a couple weeks ago, and we have the 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 more veteran veteran guys. But again, I think the quarterback that's going to feel protected in the pocket and look confident in the pocket is going to have the better receivers. And I'm I'm going with the Chargers here again. Yeah, exercise with the with the six confidence. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, okay, Daddy, that's a that's. That's significant, and that's putting pressure on on CD Lamb and the boys. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going a two out of ten confidence for the Cowboys receivers over the Chargers, just because of the uh, the amount of them, or well, I just I I think the squad looks better. I thought the exercises a lot of them those positional battles. Like it's not obviously you have to take into account the court quarterback, but when we get to like the offensive line or the defensive line. We're not taking into account the offense or the defense that they're playing against. So I'm just trying to look at them as uh, the the grouping. You can you can you can do your rank based on whatever factors you want. Yeah, that's why that's, yeah. that's why I explained. Yeah. That's why I explained okay. where I, I got mine for there. Um, and I gave you your 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 specific like, your, your specific number. I did like it. I think. I mean, Ants made a very good point. Yeah. Although the names themselves are like, oh, those are jerseys I'd like <laughs> in terms of production. It's been really scary. I don't watch enough of the Chargers. I think Allen's the best receiver, so I do have to tilt it towards the Chargers. But I'm really, really hoping for all of the... I mean, we haven't seen Cooks come out and play yet, but I, I hope they all three of them come out on Monday night because we're there. I do feel like well, for Kirk- us, for us talking about ha- possibly having three wide receivers have over a thousand yards this season, <laughs> that feels like a fucking long shot now. To I, me, was, I was going right? to say, so you put, you, I oh, need, yeah. I need them to, I need them to win my, win back my trust. Cause usually I would have went the Cowboys wide receivers and they've been dog shit. They've been one of our worst positional groups as a whole. And does that fall back a little bit on our quarterback play? Yeah, it might, but until a wide receiver really, or multiple wide receivers have a good game. I, I it's hard for me to pick pick them yeah agreed how about tight ends guys and we can look at the group um i only put ferguson and everett up here but obviously i think cowboys have more depth in that in that group i'm not that's got to be a wash right 
I'm not going to change. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not I, gonna, I'm just going to, you know what? If you do a wash, that's fine. I'm just going to do a uh, uh, digital coin flip. <laughs> I, I'm going Fergalicious. I'm going Fergalicious too. I, I actually had Fergalicious. I thought the, I forgot that we, I didn't see that we had a tight end thing on there. I thought the grouping on the screen here was what we we're going. So I was including Fergie in my wide receivers. I'm still going to go. Oh. Fergie. I'm still going to go Fergie over Everett as well. Yeah. So I, I wondered what you were saying there. No, no, it's still by position group, but yeah. just to kind of shorten our sheets down here. I, I want, and I want mine exactly where my face is two out of 10 better than the chargers. He, he had his best game as a cowboy last week. And this is the thing. This is why I feel comfortable going with, Ferguson here because he did look good last week and he looked good the week before every target he's getting a chance on he catches and he makes something happen with it so I, I'm going with Fergie definitely Fergalicious pretty good confidence in that I well what so it would like a three the the higher the number if you had ten it would be the higher the confidence ten let's say yes ten would be like CMC versus I don't know anyone who's on the fucking Ravens. You know, like he's just going to okay, be. So, okay, so I'm going eight. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Everett's not a bum, but there's no way you feel at very uh, little risk in uh, Ferguson being outplayed. Yes. You know what? I feel like I want to slide over more towards you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with like a seven ish. And because I'm a bandwagon boy, you can move me a little bit away from my face there. Give me give me a four. A four. Okay, there we there go. We there go. we go, baby. So we're we're pretty confident in our well, sorry, pre- in our in our persuaded. tight end, and the other thing that obviously adds to that is just the depth for us. Yep. So, you know, we haven't seen much, um, but I believe that really only tight end in in uh, Chargers is a Everett. So, all right, backfield Pollard and and Eckler if he plays. Now we look at these grades, boys, and just you know keep in mind, obviously. Polar's played five games, and Eckler, I think, it only had that one game. So, and he had a good game, very good. Sixteen carries, hundred seventeen yards, and a touchdown with seven point three yards per average. <laughs> Pollard, I'm going. I'm going with my guy. I yeah. got to go. TP twenty. I've been slagging the offense here. I got to have my guy. I still tr- I trust that TP twenty is going to figure it out. I trust that having the full offensive line back for a second game in a row is going to play dividends. And we're going against a team that's not as well versed at defense as the Niners. TP twenty, give it to me, give it to me all day, give it to me as a ten, baby, ten me oh, up, son. I fucking like that. And you know what? I I, I tend to agree. Yeah. Sure, he had a he, ten to agree. I tend to agree. He had <laughs> uh, Eckler did have that great game, and, and sure that warrants concern. But Pollard's numbers, although they might not be. Uh, at the same pace, he's still doing a 4.2 yard per carry average, which we've always been happy with. And he's out there playing consistently. So, and he's taken a, a in a few games, he's taken quite a few snaps, quite a few uh, uh, chances with the football. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to Eckler 7.3 yards per carry. <laughs> it is nuts, <laughs> but it's shit. one game that he did have a good game. Holy, that's that's only, impressive. Only for that reason, I can't I can't meet you at 10, but I can meet you pretty high. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going right behind AJ there. For uh, for TP twenty. Okay. Here we go with the trench battle. Now, guys, there's a lot of numbers up on here, and the way that I had to do it is because um, we missed it kind of on the last one. Is 
there's different players that show up for different formations. So I want to give us the full smorgasbord. So let's use our imaginations when we're looking at it. Um, and also, we need to take into account, uh, even though that Parsons is here part of the D-line, that his role might be just necessarily reduced on the line. Uh, but still, for the sake of keeping things consistent, we, we keep him here on the D-line right now. Okay. But uh, going across our line, we got Parsons, Double uh, O, Odigizua, Armstrong, Hankins, Lawrence, and Fowler Jr. Yep. And on the Chargers defensive line, Bosa, Tuapaludo. I think I said that right. Uh, Johnson, Joseph Day, Matlock, Fox, and, and Mack. That's Khalil Mack, right? Yeah. Yep. So I'm uh, here's the interesting thing. If you look at the the colors, of course, we got those really unhydrated uh, players in in um, <laughs> Chargers territory, all very low ranked, and Bosa too. But are you still concerned about Bosa? Oh yeah, you got to be concerned about Bosa. He's a great player. He, he could definitely hurt you for a couple couple sacks in a game. And Khalil Mack is is an absolute beast too. So yeah. sure, their PFF grades aren't the greatest. But again, you you look at our guys with D Law. You look at Micah Parsons. You look at Fowler Jr. I just think our depth plus our playmakers are just a, a little bit better. So again, I got to side. This is where I'm going to side with the Cowboys. And confidence wise, I'm going. I'm going with a solid seven. All right. I think. Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I'm. I'm not really concerned about anyone outside of Bosa and Mac. And then when you look at our line, sure we like Michael Parsons, Lawrence. I love Fowler Jr., and he's had some good plays. And uh, the surprising one to see is Hankins here. Not really um, ranked very well, but uh, just knowing our boys, even not looking at the colors, I got to give um, I got to give it to him at a five. And the only reason it's not very high is because Bosa and Mac could just be that, that much damaging that it just doesn't effing matter. Bosa and Mac sounds like a great uh, TV series. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna go put me put me sandwiched in between you two there. Uh Tony Goat Romo's in the in the house. Say, say, say what's up, Tony. Describe a little bit about what you're saying because no one else knows what you're Sorry, saying. Sorry. Uh so we're looking at a sliding scale. No, no, a... no. Just explain your point. This is gonna be the surprise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one can see that. I know, I know. I'm looking at and is this is me between you two. This, I, what like, is he talking just, about? Say your damn fucking point why are you sandwiching them between us i'm sandwiching because i agree with everything that you guys are saying i i believe in our line even if hankins has that uh that dehydrated uh rating i (laughs) i believe our defensive line is the heart of our offense when we are pass rushing the way that we have on the the other teams that we've blown out and we haven't seen it against san francisco and we didn't get to see it against a team like Arizona. And I think with a guy like Herbert who likes to sling it out there and the, t- the type of offense that Kellen Moore has, like I, I, I want to see that D-line pass rush that motherfucking quarterback. Well, so There should be a lot of opportunity, so that's a good thing. When we look at our O-line, gentlemen, we, I mean, it seems like we're going to have four T's and a Z. Smith, Smith, Beatas, Martin, and Steele. And they're only going to get better this week. This yes. is their second time playing together. You're obviously going to get that continuity the more they play together, which is great. 
again, we have a future Hall of Famer in Zach Martin, a fringe Hall of Famer in Tyron Smith, a first-round draft pick in Tyler Smith, Terrence Steele freshly signed off of a big contract, then Biotish, who's just been super consistent. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about the Chargers' offensive line. I think they had, uh, I'm looking at their names here, Slater was, a, I, I believe, a first-round pick a couple of years ago. But again, I, I just trust this team, and I trust this offensive line when they're all playing together. So I got I to gotta side with the offensive line with a high confidence. I'm going to go with a solid 7 again. I'm, I have 7 out of 10 confidence that this offensive line is better than the Chargers' offensive line. I'm going, I'm 10 out of 10 confident that our four T's and a Z is better than the Chargers O-line. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. We're both 10 out of 10s. And the reason is, Ant, is because you sold me on this being their second game together. That first one was a really rough game to be together, not the team you want to, well, maybe it is the team you want to play, but, you know, not the result that, that we got. So You're just going to see an easier competition after them, right? So yeah. you're right, it's not a great matchup for the team for the offensive line the San Fran 49ers last week but they're definitely playing against an easier defense this week so four T's and Aziz and TP20 are gonna are gonna do a train on the uh the Chargers yeah and well there's a lot of piss yellow on that side too so we got a lot of (laughs) we got a lot of earth tones a lot of a lot of uh, nature tones so greens browns yellows and when you got me as i was in the middle of trying to give a nice shout out to tony goat romo he's trolling us in the chat uh saying trade cd to arizona for kyler murray uh maybe we should rebuild uh mozzie's a bust we should have traded up for Bijan. There we go. Uh, Tony, you are fucking hitting all. You must have got a and lot you know of messages. You must have got a lot of comments this week. And you know he's saying it with that big TGR smile on his face as he's doing it. Just like, ah, but man, yeah. I don't know. That's my TGR impression. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been mad if we had Bijan. <laughs> no, no. I mean, <laughs> no. It's like, I'll, feed the, I'll feed the troll a little. I'll feed the troll a little bit. TGR, I know you're just trolling, but. Bijan in this offense, in this offense where we can't do nothing, Bijan would have been so good. <laughs> All those non checkdowns that we haven't been doing. Hey um, guys, this might be the most fair wash in the history of washes. I mean, Marquez Bell, I, decent rating for uh, for him. Well, let's just remove rating for a sec because the the linebackers currently available for the Cowboys are Bell, Clark and of course Michael Parsons if he steps back and they do have the option to do that bring Sam Williams in let him play a little bit more and on the Chargers side they have Kendricks and Murray Jr who are both very dehydrated low ratings under 50 and um but Kendricks though he's got a name to him well I'll tell you this I'd much rather see Kendricks and Murray Jr than Warner and Greenlaw <laughs> oh, absolutely! Because Warner and Greenlaw might be the best duo, best the duo best in the league. Do, yeah. So it's nice to see fuck these two fucks and Kendricks and Murray Jr. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be open Kendricks season. And MJ? This might be the most open season uh, game in the NFL next week. In the middle of, the field. I hope so. <laughs> now we need, we need to get right. Now, do you think we, uh, with the rumors of us signing a veteran linebacker, do you think it happens before the Monday Nighter, or is they they've sign- already done it? They've already done it. Did they sign that? Uh, uh, Evans. Evans. Yeah, we signed Evans. He's just on the practice squad, so he might not play this week, but they've already went out and signed a guy. So it's it's happening. We're already trying to pick up some depth. And the guy actually, he had 150 combined tackles or something last year. Yeah. So at least he's played. (laughs) I I saw a really, really good breakdown on the guy on on Twitter. And, um, 
yeah, he's got some positives and some negatives. There's got to be a question mark why he isn't on a team. Uh, but safety and what we have on linebacker ain't working anyways with LVE. So I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go two out of ten for Dallas on the linebacker okay. position, just because I do like that. I'm, I do like what Marquez Bell has been doing, and the fact that LVE is out, and it's maybe gonna force him to. It's gonna force us to have him in that role. Maybe he gets the rotation a little bit better. But yeah, I, 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 I like that two out of ten confidence for the Cowboys. I'm going with that on that, and it's just because our linebackers have been a very weak point. But it looks like the Chargers linebackers have even been a bigger weak point for them. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm reversing it. I'm doing a just a one out of ten confidence for the Chargers because I think it's just a mess right now in linebacker for the <laughs> hey, Cowboys. I don't I don't hate that either. It's it's yeah. very close. That two I feel the two out of ten is me just trying to will myself into hoping that this defense and these linebackers figure it out. I don't think Marquez Bell getting more playing time is a bad thing with no. LVE out. And with LVE out, you might see more Wanye Thomas in, in some in form, some formations. So they'll try to they'll try to mask our linebacking issues with some other guys. And we'll see again. We'll see last year when LVE ended up getting knocked out and was injured for a few games, our run game really went to shit. So we'll see this year how much LVE actually does contribute to this defense yeah yeah absolutely and, and yeah <laughs> what that's it no i was gonna say we're talking about the run game and and people were uh earlier on were i've asked a couple times what about mozzie 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 i mean in in terms of having now your linebacking your linebackers suffer like this like we were like the situation that we're in right now you'd expect that first rounder pick to really uh, clutch it up in in a scenario like this, but we he he has almost felt like he's been non-existent in in the in that run game that run oh, he's stoppage not, effort. He's he, not like he's been. He's not even showing up on on death charts when we exactly and like <laughs> sometimes when you're watching like has Mozzie Smith been playing? Is it is it just a thing where he needs to play more or I don't know. This is definitely a, something I do not like to see here with our boy Dono Dub. Yeah, so looking, Dono Dub off to a rough start. And and Curse, Both. man. Fucking Curse and Dono Dub, our boys. So we got Hooker, Wilson, and Curse versus Gilman and, and James Jr. for the, the Chargers. But, boys, we had a really high hopes and and for a good reason. Uh, a, a, we thought that our, our safeties were S-tiered. Yeah. I still it's been, believe it's been an issue. It's been an issue. Yeah, is it's it not though? that it's not that we were just saying S because that's their position letter. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, S? yeah. Well, yeah, they're S. Put them in S. <laughs> S for whatever reason is just above A in uh, video games, yeah, and that's what fuck. we. Do. Unfortunately, so, S right now stands for shitty. Shitty. Yeah, shite. I, I wonder though, is it because that they were scheming line um, to fill in for more of a linebacker role, and that really sacrificed their ability to like play safety more openly or is that just not Pierce has not looked like he has gave a fuck I don't know what it is he had a couple bonehead penalties last week against the Niners he lined up basically in their huddle like what he was offside we didn't even talk we didn't even talk about the rapid like that I totally forgot about Well, there was other things that popped up but yeah otherwise that would have been like Like, what the fuck was that I remember we were we were watching the game and we're like uh curse Take, what are you doing? Take a fucking step Get, back. Take a step back. <laughs> yeah. And of course it was a third third down oh, and five, yeah. which really sucked because he got the first down. Wilson, we had high hopes. Wilson going into the season, he obviously got hurt. 
I think it was the first day of training camp. And I don't know if he's just trying to find his football legs back. He did get hurt. He's still in the game that. against San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, but Hooker at least has been kind of holding it down for the boys. I mean, it's it's a good thing that uh, it's a good thing that we have like that. When you talk about depth, I still feel like a Wilson and a, and a curse can bounce back and they can take the 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 infected uh, red and the Luke and the shit. It's like almost the first red that we've seen and it's done. Their, rate, their ratings. Yeah. Oh, they're 37. Like the 37 oh. just looks weird. It's yeah. like that's. That's in Madden. That's like a, a seventh round draft pick that you just fucking cut before. The so if anyone's starts. listening, Donovan Wilson is ranked 37.3 or the 85th out of 86 safety in the NFL right now. And J. Ron Kearse is 46.7 or the 78th ranked out of 86. So we have two of the worst. They're two of the worst safeties right now by PFF's ranking. And I think by the eye test, J. Ron has yes. had a couple awful games. It's, it's Donovan Wilson. I haven't haven't really noticed him as much being bad, but that's his position is to make tackles. So not noticing him is, is a bad thing. It's that number change. Why the fuck would you ever take boss man fats number? Ooh, Even though you was your number four, that, that number is cursed. I really liked him better. <laughs> was he 26? 26. Yeah. 27, 27, 27. Okay. We were close. See how um, I just blindly my, agreed with it. Like, yeah. 26. I just yeah. like that. You yeah. just agree. 26. 26. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, here we go. We knew it was somewhere there. And it's a good thing. I mean, I feel I do feel bad for AJ because two of his jersey orders are are not well, one of them you were never expecting to have big games out of Deuce Vaughn. You had to, you bought it for the sake of saying stuff and being a man of your word. But that Dono dub, I feel like once that jersey gets onto your body, we'll start seeing that rating go change. up. It's gonna change his life. Luckily, nobody bought a bland because bland's having a f- fantastic yeah stay away from bland jerseys do not purchase <laughs> yeah uh, for me for safeties i give a little bit of a nudge to the chargers just out out of wanting to uh be that that dad who like shits on his kids when they don't perform well and then in hopes that at the end of the movie they look up to me in the crowd and i give them the nod of respect that's that's the kind of vibe i'm going for i'm gonna go i'm gonna go one out of ten better than the Cowboys right now. Okay. I'm going Cowboys. Cowboys confidence level two. I have a feeling this is their backup bounce back game. I have a feeling. I like these three dogs. I I, I gave them an S rating. I gave yep. them a super scion rating for a reason. And I still know that they have it in them. And this is that Monday night game. This is when they figure it out. When we're in attendance, AJ's going to be rocking his Dono dub Jersey. This is the, this is the time it happens. I mean, the, the, the jerseys are shipped. Let's uh... let's hope we got a couple days. <laughs> For cornerbacks, it's easy for me, man. Cornerbacks all the way. We got oh, yeah. Bland and Gilmore. And uh, although Samuel Jr. Um, is going to be a formidable opponent for whoever he's, he's up against, I don't think we're going to have problems with any of these other guys. So pretty high confidence. Yeah. I'm going to go 6 out of 10 Cowboys. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going 10 out of 10 Cowboys. I like that. For the cornerbacks. Not so bland gets back on track. He gets an interception. Yeah. Gilmore gets an interception. Lewis gets an interception. Let's move on. 10 out of 10. Let's go. That's Cowboys. All, baby. All right. Our final llama says bland can have my kids. Our final hit before we <laughs> see what we've, what we've decided here, special teams. And let me get this in. Crack him if we got him. him. Brandon Aubrey, who we had some problems with or thought we were going to have problems with, has only missed that one kick. It was his first kick in the NFL. Otherwise he's gone 14 for 14. Uh, uh, field goals 11 to 
uh, 10 out of 11 extra points, and he's got 52 team points. Oh! Attaboy. Uh, we look at Cameron Dicker for the Chargers, 6 for 7, 12 for 12 extra points, 30 team points. And they're not using him half as much as, they're, as we are, or they're using him just as half as much. But then we got our big boy, Brian Anger. You just look at his um, different stats here uh, compared to J.K. Scott, who punts for the Chargers. Very similar punts, uh, 15 for Anger, 16 for Scott, but it's that, I guess, whatever, punt, something per punt. The average. Yards, yeah, it's your the average. average yards 51.3 is your punt average, versus... and 40.7 is his punt average, which wow. we're basically getting 11 yards more per punt than the Chargers. That's the that's the big one. Obvi- it could The only thing that could kind of sway that is if the other guy has a lot of downs in the 20, like if you're kicking from a spot where you're trying to down it inside the 20. But oh, uh, sure. Anger's a Pro Bowl kicker. Right, because it would kick it back out to the 25. And like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then returns, there's really nothing special on either side of, of the ball. Our big thing here is I just look at the averages. Cowboys kick average is a uh, kickoff average is 13.6 versus 19.5 for the Chargers. And then punts, 6.7 for uh, the boys and 10.5 for the Chargers. So that's just collective. Uh, return return numbers there. And for me, I mean, Aubrey and Anger themselves just put it at a 10 out of 10 confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Threesome me up any day with those yeah. two guys. They are definitely hey, you can threesome, my pick. You can threesome by up. a long shot. You can threesome up with us because we're all going 10 out of 10 for the Cowboys special Ooh, teams. Everyone. Hey, everyone hop in a bed. We're getting yeah. one. We're getting one bed in L.A., baby. All right. Well, let's have a look. At our our confidence barometer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say we're Homer? I mean, I think we started out we started out pretty good, guys, and then as we worked our way through. <laughs> but I don't think that I I think all of our this is the magic of uh, me and Adam get a little peek at it, and <laughs> he's done. Who? Oh, Anthony's took his headphones out. <laughs> Ant's done. Is he still here? Is he fucking with us? Yeah, he's fucking. I can see him. Okay. I can see. I can see. <laughs> I was trying. My headphones were doing some crazy shit. Okay. It sounded like I was underwater. Okay. okay. And I, and can, I, can you still hear us then? Yeah, I think you can. I was just laughing because Eastside Harold with this comment out of nowhere. Wow, you losers are still here. Yeah. Yeah, we are here. <laughs> Eastside Herald, you're still here. I know. Yeah, we're the losers. The you're, the, you're the loser commenting on this on us. Like, but, who's the bigger losers? The three losers or the big loser yeah. commenting on the losers? Yeah. Uh, but this is why, like, I mean, this so, is our. This is who we are, guys. Yeah. This is this is who we are. And and we'll. I think we'll find. We'll we'll talk uh, post post show. Having that graphic, being able to cut to it as you're putting stuff, I think is way is was my favorite part of this whole exercise. So I want us to be able to incorporate your graphic moving around for next show. But we okay. can we can talk I, about. I I like the surprise, but hey, I mean we're watching. We don't get the surprise, so maybe it's not as good. But yeah, we for anyone Chats who's just listening, we went super heavy Cowboys. The only positions that um, the Chargers beat us out in was quarterback. <laughs> Wide receiver and everything else. Scary. <laughs> everything else is, in most cases, extremely heavy in the Cowboys' favor. So, um, you know, our confidence is high. We're not as rattled as we said we were, <laughs> or I thought I was. Well, I said I'm only panicking if we lose this game. Like I, I, I believe we should win this game. Yeah. 
Cowboys have a very good bounce back uh, record where Dak Prescott has a very good bounce back record where he loses a game and then he comes out and plays very well. Then following I'll panic if we lose this game. So that's kind of where that's why where, where my confidence fell and the chargers they're two and two. They've only played one top 10 team. The rest of the teams they've played sure they've put up some points, but beating the Raiders and beating, I can't even remember the other team they fucking beat doesn't scare me. Yeah, no, no, you're right. They're, um, their first four teams that were nothing really special. Miami, they they put up a good fight against them. But, I mean, week one is such a toss-away for a lot of teams now. So it's You haven't been be- able to game plan against anyone. And, really? like, and sometimes it's the first time your starters are all hitting the field together. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a hard week. Boys, and we're going to be there for it with Bocce, Eric. Six, yep. Time for... Score and, and boldies, boys. Predictions. So last week we didn't do too well, and we're not going to talk about it. We're not bringing it up. Okay. But um, score predictions. I'm leaning right out right now. Score prediction. Cowboys. We finally get this offensive monkey off our back. Obviously, we've had some pretty high scoring games, but it's because the defense has also pulled their weight. I think the offense finally figures it out. Dak Prescott has heard the noise. He's going to feed CD lamb. He's going to feed Brandon cooks. He's going to Aubrey's going to go off with 10 field goals. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to go score prediction 35 for the Cowboys and 24 for the chargers. So if Aubrey's scoring 30 points, where do the other five <laughs> points come from? Well, a safety, a, I guess. A safety in a field I don't goal. Know. I guess you have to. And it's hot, and and it's a it's a punt by Brian Anger, and uh, they they run out of the end zone, and then Aubrey comes back and knocks them back into the end zone, and that's how they get the safety. Aubrey gets all the points. I love it. Add do you have a score? I'm gonna go thirty-one. Okay, twenty-seven Cowboys. That's fair. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go thirty-one twenty-four Cowboys. Oh, someone wants to be okay. like his bigger. So we're feeling, we're feeling boy. it's going to be AJ just kind of took my score and ad score and mixed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my rationale is that I do believe that the Chargers are going to score 24 points. I don't think it's going to be 21 points in the first half. And I think the Cowboys uh, are going to have a, a bounce back, a bounce back game. They always seem to, do they always seem to do that? I think I think they do, and they do. The quality do. of team is just significantly lower. Not to say that they shouldn't be concerned with the Chargers, but that's how my head goes. Uh, before we go to Bolds, we got Llama Gamer saying twenty four twenty one Cowboys. Bocce Eric saying thirty three to ten for the Cowboys. Then CD shows off his undershirt that reads "Fuck Sherman." Okay, okay. Ooh, uh, that's a good boldy. Yeah, uh, so I'm not going to go with a couple of the other bolds because Llama Gamer saying they're bold. But uh, Ruben Cano, twenty seventeen Cowboys, and Dakman saying Cowboys twenty seven, Chargers seventeen, with a bold of hundred yards receiving for Lamb, hundred yards rushing for Pollard. That's a good bold. I that's like a good that bold. bold. I like that bold. Top bold. That's it. And that's a good segue into our bolds. Who wants yep. to go first here? And Joshua worded 28-21 for the Chargers. Who wants to go first? 28-21 for the Chargers. Joshua. Okay. I'm going to say this. This is my bold. 
man, I I I I, I got to pick one of these guys. It's a safety who's doing piss poor in Wilson. I got to go with Wilson. He's my, he's my boy, Donald yeah. Dub. Donald Donald Dub's going to come in, lead the team in tackles, and get a sack, and a force fumble. Holy shit, that's bold. I like it. That's a bold. So Donald Dub leading the team in tackles, getting a sack, and a FF. That is bold. I like it. I, when you were going to say lead this, leads the team and tackles in a forced fumble, I was like, yeah, it's bold. But then the forced fumble is yeah, the icing yeah. on the cake. And I'm going to I'm gonna break the trend of me feeling like I need to go either offense, defense, or special teams. I'm sticking with the defense, and I'm going. I already said it earlier. You're getting an interception from Deron Bland, an interception from Jordan Lewis, and an interception for, from Stephon Gilmore. Three picks. Let's go. Bland, Lewis, and Gilmore. Wow. All three of our boys. I like it. You can't keep us down. We will go. We're going to predict the I, boldest of the bold. That's why you come here. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go 135 yards rushing. Dak Prescott? <laughs> rushing for Dak Prescott. Uh, 135 <laughs> yards rushing for TP20. Two, two rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown. Holy Jesus. shit. Okay. Which means he's going to be non-existent this game. Fuck. There they are. Our boldies. Our score predicts and our boldies are Locked. in, son. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Uh, uh, Gus says uh, two polar touchdowns, 27-20 Cowboys. Dakman says, damn, pick city in L.A. Yep. Uh, Gus is also saying Micah gets three sacks. And then what was the other? Oh, a llama gamer, Ferguson, two touchdowns for her bold. And uh, yeah, that's and that's and then we already read Bocce's Eric's. Love the bowls, guys. Love them, and let's hope collectively they all happen. Because if they do, Cowboys win by a hundred. And I will. We will. Be, that's a win. We <laughs> will. We will be bringing these bold predictions back. Oh no, we won't. We're not live streaming the game because we're gonna be there in we're person. Gonna be there in person. And, you know, we're gonna figure out what our schedule will be, but I'm sure we'll be going live a couple times during our trip. So. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Well, yeah, we'll probably go or maybe live. not live, but we'll have content. we'll go live halftime for sure. Okay, we'll do yeah, like, a live like stream. we do. Yeah, we will and we'll, post game. We probably will do like live uh, during the tailgating at some point, and then obviously the post game we'll we'll do something post. Well, and we're gonna we're gonna go live Sunday, or we're gonna have a cat. We're gonna still do the Sunday service. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to do the Sunday service uh, once we get there. Oh, yeah. we'll be there. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, Bach G's office, baby. That's right. That's right. Boots on the ground. Boots on oh, the ground. Okay, gentlemen, just a couple more things here on the on the docket. We got our, oh, our can fan bucks and bets. Now, Adam, I just need to clarify something here real quick. Um, you, and I took you off because you you do uh, off the book. You do off can fan book bets. Yeah, I have $0 yeah. in my yeah. betting account, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> At one point, I had $700 in there, and I have $0 in there. Okay, well, <laughs> things went rough. Um, Things at, went rough. So, did you buy bet two fifty on the over forty five? What is what's going to get me the most money for my answer? It, well, yeah, he did. Add bet oh, over okay. two fifty. He did two bets last week. Yeah, I did two bets last week. So you actually gained on top of your five seventy one. You gained, but you lost. You lost three hundred and gained. Oh yeah, AJ doesn't. Yeah. AJ doesn't know we talked about this. It, it was Clayton that we told this to. Hang on. I, I got it real quick. I'm just going to give Adam his money. But Adam, while we're doing this, if you want to, because we got our bets here and we got the odds 
Okay, uh, I'll tell you right now. Today. So right now you have for this week, Dallas Cowboys at LA Chargers Sunday or sorry, Monday night football in SoFi. The spread is actually changed a little bit. The Cowboys is minus 2.5. The over under is 51 points. And then the money line's the money line. You just pick a win or lose and the Cowboys are favorited. I, are you sure I only have $571? I, I'm just, I'm, yeah, you got to do I'm, some math here. And then you, no, won. you got, he has more than that yeah, for sure. You, I do. you don't have your second bet on that. You're going to have like seven something. He's got, here we go. I got it right here. He's fixing it. Um, Just another. So bo- be, because be, you made two bets, you lost one, but you did end up. Oh, hang on a sec. He's Alex is going to fix it. Um, Boots is saying we're going to tailgate before and after the game. And then Gus is also saying, see you guys Sunday. So that's, as you can see, can fan nation, we, we got, uh, we got, we got a lot of it's AT&T West, which is what we, which is what we like to see. Um, what am I going to bet here today? Okay. Once, as so, soon as I know what my, my numbers are. Okay. So here we go. So la- last week, Adam made yes. two bets. He bet $300 on the spread. And he bet $250 on the over 45. He obviously lost the spread, but he won the over 45. So he he ended up with more cash than me. I just bet on the under, and of course I lost. Um, and Nate Dog, when he comes back, we'll, we'll do his too. So, but now we're moving on to the week six here. Anth, what do you think is the best bet? <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys minus 2.5. Cowboys minus 2.5 that okay. Yep. I, I definitely I think the Cowboys definitely win this game and by a field definitely goal. by more than a field goal. And do you have your calculator to tell I us? do. Yeah, okay. so I'm ready for your guys' bets and then I'll be able to tell you the buyouts. Okay, well I think I'm going to go they say the under 50.5 in if I bet um Okay, I'm going to do the I'm going to do the spread. If I bet just the spread for the Cowboys and put 300 on it. What's that play me? Okay, so if you bet the spread and you bet 300, it pays you out 272. Lock it up. Okay, so that's and that's that's 272 profit you would yes, get. Yes, yeah. I'll just tell you profit. I won't say net. I'll just tell you profit. Yep, that's all. 272. So if you bet $300 on the minus 2.5 for the Dallas Cowboys, you get a return of 272 can fan buckaroos. Ooh, I'm going to spend that money well. Now the and the under it's not it's you're not getting as much of a as much of a kickback on money wise for that eh like this for spread, which this if I go under no you get almost sorry if you go back. which the under yeah the under is probably going to be the same what do you well what's your bet tell me what your bet is uh, I'm gonna do two, I want to do two fifty on the under yeah what would two fifty on the under get me. Because now I I just need to do enough to beat Alex. It will pay out two twenty seven. Sorry, AJ. What did I say? Yours was two seventy two, and it doesn't yeah. really matter. Okay, it, yeah, and then adds yours is two two twenty seven. Yeah, I'm gonna do this while Adam while Adam's contemplating. I am going to be doubling my bet like Adam did last week, <laughs> and I'm doing under. And I'm okay. putting and I'm putting two fifty on it. Okay, which pays out two twenty seven. Yep. But two fifty is the bet. Yeah, not three hundo. Two fifty the bet, and then two twenty seven. Yep. Same as Adams there. 
That's the I, one. I'm putting some risk on this game, baby. I can't let you just do that, though. I know you can't, so I'm putting a little pressure on you. What are you going to do? I'm going to go the spread. No, you know what? You already bet the spread, though. No, I bet the under. No, you didn't. Sorry, AJ did. You I said that to me spread, last yeah. week. You said that to me. You said the exact same thing last week when I said I wanted to do another one, and then you got mad at me. Um, you know what? I'm going to stay. I'm going to be conservative this game. Okay. Well, there we go. Adam, bet I can't believe you guys both bet the under. That's it, fucking wild. It's a me. long season. The char- The Chargers have almost scored 30 points every game. Yeah, I feel like I need to adjust no. the under. But I'm going to go the under. I don't think so. I'm going to go the end. That's a high. That's a high. That is a high under. I don't think the charge. I mean, I think I'm going to be wrong on my score. Prediction. Okay, let me ask you guys this. What are your score predictions? Well, my score prediction well, score is score over 50. And I, Both and your I, score predictions are the over. And I think <laughs> and I think I'm wrong on my score prediction. So <laughs> hey, I'm hedging my bets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 55 for AJ and 58 for ad. Yeah, we better bet the under. <laughs> what so on that bet there if i go if yeah, this the, is, this un, is under for real 50, money that that right there is just for fun what's but the, you know what i mean like you think what, you you picked it you predicted a score so when head, you go the when you go and the then you un, went against when you go the un, when you go the under here I, you can't bet the over on that of course you can bet the over so but not would, if you bet the under because then you just get make zero dollars so, so what would the over be if if i bet the over it'd be the same you, oh well then go over i thought you only could pick the under i want to do over oh okay yeah, put me at It's called over under because yeah, you can no, bet I on either I, I of them. It. Hey, this is the part where you're trying to teach me, and right now I'm just saying you're not doing a very <laughs> so, good job. So you're going over. I'm, going I'm keeping over. mine. Well, I like this because then only one of you is right. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. That's okay. Right, I, mean, I feel good about this. I still this. might want to do the spread, but we'll see. Well, you can't now. I know. It's, it's locked. Sorry. Right. So there, there's our bets now. We'll just do a real quick can fantasy football oh recap. QOC destroyed you. <laughs> so we got the week five results looking across the, I mean, the Cowboys squeak, uh, the, sorry, the bandwagon boys squeaked out a victory against Deuce uh, with, with uh, Jacobs. But the game of the week was Cowboys can fan Anth, who was four and oh going into this game versus super user, AKA Kilo himself. The game was lost and before 4 p.m. Yeah, or I guess that's one got PM smoked our time. Yeah, he, he, he dummied you, but he dummied me. Looking at the lineups, I mean, uh, you really had the better players, at least the top three guys: Lamar, Lamar Jackson to Brock Purdy, James Conner to Gus Edwards, and Christian McCaffrey to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So you just sometimes you just sometimes don't uh, win. That's true. Yeah, are you playing Bot G this week, Ev? I'm playing Bot G. He's just saying ants going down. I'm playing bot G. Well, here here's where we are in our standings. We got the bandwagon boys moving up. Moving on up, baby. Moving on up three spots. We uh we're two and three. We made a legendary trade with uh uh the Dallas Cat Boys, aka Tony Goat Romo, who's yeah. sit, sitting in last place, 0 5. Not laughing at him, but laughing with him. Uh but Saquon <laughs> D's nuts, five and oh, the only five and oh team after that loss last week, Anth. Um, dethroning you from that yep. first place. And then moving into next week, we got the Bandwagon Boys playing Playmakers 88. I believe that's... Uh, uh, we, should, uh, raw? we met him in the airport. 
Uh, uh, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. 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 Yeah, Reggie Noble. I was going to say Ron. Yeah, and he was down with us at the Seahawks game. Yes, yeah. yes. Reggie. Shout out, Reggie. Then uh, Deuce, Dallas Cowboys facing off Dak to the future. Cowboys can fan and um, Saquon, these nuts, and Levi. Let me see them. See those TDs and <laughs> the Dak haters and super user and daddy Dak. And this week, the game of the week is a pivotal match between the soup between super user who's two and three now with two wins under his belt over the last two weeks in seventh place versus daddy Dak. And she's three and two with two wins under her belt over the last two weeks and in third place. So the kind the winner of this could really sway um, both of those positions. Either they're going to both be three and three or they're going to start, uh, or Daddy Dak's going to start breaking away. Uh, quick comparison here for their QBs: we got Brock Purdy, uh, Josh Allen. I mean, I'm Allen. leaning Allen. Just, uh, do you think Purdy does, Purdy's just not on that roll against Cleveland here? No, Cleveland's been good, and I, th- I think the four touchdowns from Purdy against the Cowboys is kind of. I, I don't think that's his his forte. He's more of a. I'm not going to say game manager because he's he's been very good, but I don't see very many four touchdown performances coming from Brock Purdy, where Josh Allen has a chance. Plus, Josh Allen has that rushing touchdown chance, also. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Gus Edwards and Madison. I guess you got to lean Edwards just for the fact that Matt. Um, Madison, I think, is just a dog shit, but <laughs> yeah, Gus has done it for a long time. Uh, uh, Clive Edwards Alaire versus Jay Ford, who's uh running. I mean, that's close to a wash as you can get, perhaps. Uh, hey, actually, we don't do I, washes around here, son. <laughs> you're right. Actually, <laughs> nobody I have, washes I have, around here. I have to lean forward on that one. Um, just because in KC, uh, Pocheco is that. Pacheco's the, kind of starting to become their yeah. their top guy. They're they're really sticking with him instead of kind of switching back and forth. He's really pulling pulling ahead. Uh, Hopkins and Diggs, Diggs, that's a no brainer. Yeah, Diggs, uh, Brown from Philly and uh, DJ Metcalf from Seattle. Ooh. I didn't hear the first guy there. AJ Bro. Brown from Philly. Ooh, can't give it to a Philly guy. Got to go. D- Got to go Metcalf, but. I'm going Metcalf just be yeah fuck AJ Brown. <laughs> Who did the Who's Philly play this week? Philly plays the Jets. Ooh. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay, so he's gonna have a tough. He, I mean, their D's still good, but uh, and yeah. who who do who do the the or the who do Bengals Seahawks, <laughs> Seahawks, uh, Seahawks play the Bengals? Yeah, who do Bengals? Who day? <laughs> yeah, both have tough matchups. Metcalf. Uh, then we got Schultzy. Shout out, Schultzy. We know you still love us. He's playing. Hey, in- man, he's back-to-back games with a touchdown. He's been playing really good. And then uh, Godert uh, for Philly. I got to go with our boy, Schultz. We got to go with the original clone. The, the man who is formerly our boy. <laughs> the original clone. The original. <laughs> the OC? Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, on their... Uh, uh, Flex. Flex. Sorry. Thanks, Adam. Uh, Myers and and Pittman. But I do just want to throw in a, a wrench to that because we have Lockett and Barkley on the bench for super users. So I'm assuming one of those guys are going to be coming in potentially to play instead is of Sa- Myers. Yeah, is, is, Sa- is Saquon healthy again? I don't think so. He was no, saying- he's still questionable, but Mr. Glass. If Saquon plays, he's definitely going in as, as Kilo's yeah. flex guy. Yeah. And then you got to side with that. True. Mr. Glass. And then that's his name. It's Saquon Barkley. It's Mr. Glass. <laughs> and then for kickers, Carlson Tucker, it's Tucker. 
Yeah, he's one of the best kickers in the NFL. Yeah. No, Tucker and the, it up. Defense, Tucker your ball sack, son. Daddy Dak's got to figure out their defense, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's um, neither here nor there. I, I, you know, I gotta go with this one. Oh man, I think Daddy, Daddy Dak. Dak. I think Daddy Dak has just got more check marks on that side. They got to go get themselves a defense to stream, but other than that, yeah. Yeah, but we'll see. We're gonna find out. We're gonna recap it next week. Any given Sunday. You guys got any waiver wire throwouts before we shut this down? I can't believe I put up only sixty fucking points last. I know, <laughs> and his team was on waiver wire last week. And your team is like, just like name wise, it was. It's like, oh, there, there's no way you're not going to score a hundred points. I looked at my my matchup last week, and I was like, oh, I'm five and zero. That's how it always is. Waiver wire, is. no waiver. Waiver wire is getting tricky. There wasn't very many big injuries uh, as far as star players going out. So the waiver wire, not to mention a lot of the guys that have been good waiver wire pickups, are gone. You're kind of you're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel this week if you're dealing with the waiver wire. There wasn't much out there in, in the leagues that I'm in. The only guys is that uh, Jalen McLaughlin from Denver. If he's available, I would go after him. I'm 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 just looking at running backs. That's why. And the other dude is the. Uh, since Connor went down, I think the guy's name in in Atlanta, um, right? Air, oh, Arizona, right. Arizona, I yeah, Arizona. Connor's sorry, I almost I had. I almost picked him up, or I think I actually put him on the way. I can't. Uh, it's uh, fucking. He had a the huge touchdown on I'm, us. Yeah, I'm pulling him up right now. Uh, Imari Demarcado. Demarcado. No way. So, Mac oh yeah, DeMar- yeah. But Mac he, Demarco. Sorry, he's he's in for uh, Ingram because Ingram's down. So right. And James Conner is on injury reserve. Okay, well, hey, guys. Hey, we did it. We did it. There's I'm not going to be able to hear the outro music. Do well, you, one of you guys want to just give the outro? Because I can't I can't hear when sure. it's happening. Well, we are going to be heading down to meet Anth in Los Angeles this Monday. We're leaving Sunday. We're going to be meeting up with our boy. Boots on the ground. And uh, I mean, the stadium's not even that impressive, honestly. No. <laughs> Have you used one of the washrooms yet? Pardon? Have you flooded and or used one of the washrooms yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, good, good. All right. Well, hey, for I guess Bandwagon Boy Two and Anth and BWB One. Uh, if you, okay, I can't even do it. Anth, you do it. If you know any fans out there who are Los Angeles Charger fans, tell them to go fuck, fuck themselves. themselves. Peace out. Much love.